Hello everyone and welcome to the final episode of this season of Cheap Talk. Um, I've decided to end this season with 10 episodes because that's just a nice round number. But that doesn't mean it's the end of the podcast because I plan to come back with a second season. But I'm going to take a short break from this so that I can work out where I want to take it and how I want to go with it. Um, since I've got some really cool ideas already and I want to just take the time to develop them. So with all that being said, it seemed only right to end season one with the very person who started it all. And that is obviously me no I'm joking Paddy <laughs> and I managed to drag him away from his master's dissertation for a little chat so hello Paddy hi how are you doing hello how are you <laughs> I'm good thank you yeah what's new with you um very very little I've been locked away doing my thesis for the past like three months basically ever lockdown's actually yeah. been kind of a good time for me I was gonna say it's timed it well if yeah if you can say that yeah yeah I've been stuck in this very room yeah nice quarantined for a reason yeah exactly yeah. and what coffee are you drinking for this podcast I am drinking I've got the bag with you very organized Fortitude's CTO Miranda from Brazil and natural and mm-hmm. the tasting notes are banging they are almonds mango and brown sugar amazing I've I never had can't think of a taste of coffee I think you had a pineapple one before, right? That you were raving about. Is that was that also for Johnson? Oh, Colombian. Okay. A nice. Colombian natural, I think. Mm, okay. It was good. Good. Was almonds nice. are good nut for a coffee. I feel like mm-hmm. you can't really go wrong if there's almonds in there. Like marzipan. Hazelnut Do you like too. marzipan? Oh yeah, hazelnut is like Nutella go-to. Everyone loves so. I only like marzipan when my coffee tastes like it. I don't actually like the taste of marzipan. You wouldn't eat like a chunk. No. God no, no. <laughs> but when I'm when I'm drinking a coffee and I'm like, oh, this tastes like marzipan. I'm like, oh yeah, that's good. That's good. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Is it kind of like with like strawberry chocolate? Like you like strawberries and chocolate, but you don't like strawberry chocolate. I kind of do like strawberry chocolate though. <laughs> Maybe more than I like strawberries, which is actually <laughs> whoa, <laughs> yeah. rogue. Okay. Yeah. It's more like <laughs> I like ketchup, but I hate tomatoes. You hate to okay. You're one of those yeah. weird people. <laughs> I um, myself as a weirdo here. How can yeah. you hate tomatoes? Like they're, they're too they're too watery. The seeds go everywhere. They burst when you bite them. You're nah. buying the wrong tomatoes from the wrong place. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe this is this has been like my lifelong mortal nemesis. The tomatoes always hate tomatoes. That's <laughs> a real problem. Okay, good to know. I didn't know that about you. But let's start by taking it back to the very beginning. All the way back with the birth of Cheap Shot. Um, yeah. Yeah. So when I got the job and we met up for our first business like briefing, I was like, I'm so desperate to know like all the ins and outs of it and like where the idea came from. So what is the origin story of Cheap Shot? Um, the origin story <laughs> is I. So I went traveling. Um, I took a year out in between. I finished. Um, my undergrad and I was like I'd saved up a bit of money and I was like I'm just gonna my plan was to do a PhD and then I realized that I wasn't cut out for a PhD in biology um, and then so I took a year out to go traveling um, I went to Latin America um, and everyone everyone sort of assumes like oh you must have like, got the idea in Latin America mm-hmm. because like you're so inspired by the coffee there but yeah. I was just no it was very much 
just early on, I was like, I don't know what to do with my life. Like I've not a clue. And I was speaking to Jack, my, like my best friend and current flatmate. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, like, what would you, what would you want to do? Like if you could do anything, um, like just ignore like possibility. Um, yeah. And I said, like, I'd like to open a cafe. Like that would be really cool. Like to have like a real, like a little, Project something like, um, yeah, yeah, like a cool little hangout place. Um, have you been to Century General? Yes. I love that. I love it's Century like General. someone's someone's living room. Like it's so exactly. chill. Yeah, yeah. And I, I actually have the notebook right in front of me. I drew all these like plans and stuff of like uh-huh. what the flooring would look like, all the spacing, like all the cool little things we'd have. I was thinking mm-hmm. like one wall would be like a gigantic blackboard where people could just draw whatever they wanted. Like yeah. uh, it was just like chalk that was lying around. Um, I was like, who, the, who has money for a cafe? Like, <laughs> and a giant thanks for the idea, Jack, but like, I, this isn't reasonable. Like this isn't going to happen. <laughs> and then about five months passed. I actually came up, came up with a name like at that point. Like within the first few days of thinking about this, I came up with a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, two shots. Um, and then like five months later, Jack texted me again and I still remember exactly where I was. And he said like, oh, are you still thinking of like opening a cafe when you get back? <laughs> and I was halfway through typing being like, obviously no, I can't afford that. And I remembered um, Cobalt Coffee in Marchmont, which I'd mm-hmm. lived about 40 meters away from for third and fourth year at uni, which was run by Adam, who is like the world's nicest man and like the best barista in Edinburgh. Um, I remember when I went into Williams and Johnson, he was there and I was, I knew it was him. And I was like, oh my God, I'm meeting like a celebrity. And I was like, yeah. are you Adam? And he was like, yes. And I was like, <laughs> the famous Paddy, obviously. Adam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so like, it just like suddenly like clicked. I was like, police boxes, like wait. And yeah. I was like, so I went straight over to my iPad and I was like, I started like Googling Edinburgh police boxes. And I was like, Googling, like, how do you get a hold of one? Like, what happens? Like, who are they owned by? They must be owned by the police or the council or something. And so it took me literally three months of research. I was in, I was in Columbia at the time, and I was mm-hmm. trying to research. I was, like, on Google Street View going around Edinburgh looking for police boxes. <laughs> From Columbia. Um, trying wow. to, like, track them down and, like, be, like, which ones are in good locations. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom was going around taking photos of the ones that I found. Yeah, she was so helpful. Good. I think mm. my mom would be like, why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah, my mom was too, but she was <laughs> she was like skeptical but also supportive at the same time, which was mm-hmm. was very touching. Good. Yeah. And then yeah, it kind of like the the only way this happened, because it's such a scary thing to do, the only way this happened is because at no single point was there like the moment I couldn't turn back. There was okay. always like like I eventually got the keys and I started painting, but I hadn't paid any rent or it or anything on it. So mm-hmm. at this point in my head, I was like, I'm not trapped. Like I'm, I'm painting, but I'm like, I'm not attached. I can get to out of this. <laughs> yeah. I can still get out of this. And obviously I couldn't, but it didn't feel like I was trapped into it. Okay. Um, so it was just like one small step at a time. And mm-hmm. then it got to opening day and I was like, Holy, this is real. What, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> I think it's really interesting how you speak about, how you were like so focused on or like you had imagined this space that you were gonna like have for people and for you and then you've ended up with like a tiny box like yeah. no space. it was like the the only thing I was like 
really excited about having a better cap is the one thing I couldn't do with cheap shop. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, actually thinking about the the real reason that I was thinking about cafes was like the price of coffee. Mm. Because I started working at USA and I'd been drinking coffee for like a few years, but I wasn't like a coffee fanatic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I was working at USA and they, they were training me on the coffee machines and they had like, they had like regular and it was like £1.80 and it was large, it was like £2.10. Mm-hmm. And I'm, the entire time that I was buying the large ones, I was like, I'm getting more coffee for my 30p, right? Mm-hmm. That's just an assumption I'm making. Yeah. Natural. Yeah. Bigger cup, it's like more coffee. But then th- when they trained me, they were like, no, 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 they um, both just have a double shot in them. And I, re- I remember just being absolutely outraged <laughs> that I was being charged 30p for like, like 40 mils of skim milk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is, skim I'm milk. being conned. This isn't okay. Like, yeah. I need to end this somehow. So I kind of, I came up with the idea that you'd pay for the espresso. Mm-hmm. That was why that was why I called it cheap shots if initially, mm-hmm. because the idea was that you would pay one pound fifty for any one shot drink, two pounds for any two shot drink, and two pounds fifty for any three shot drink. And if you're okay. insane, then you pay <laughs> three pounds for a four uh, for a four shot drink. Yeah. Um, okay. Which I ended up that was too confusing, so I just made it two pounds for everything. Yeah. I think that's why cheap shot works so well or like one of the reasons why is because of this base price it's just so simple it's like everyone's like two pounds for a latte yeah yeah latte lovers are just like yeah they're so excited yeah but then you get the occasional espresso drinkers like oh two pounds yes (laughs) i know but if it's yeah that's true yeah (laughs) the the one drawback i have experienced people that are like really And then the person next to them's like, no, it's a great price. And then they get a latte, you know, it's like, but I see what you mean. Like if the espresso's good, it's worth two pounds for sure. So, and the people who drink espressos, like they, they appreciate that. So they should appreciate that it's not like dirt cheap, I think. Exactly. Um, 100%. Yeah. So what made you drop the S from Cheap Shots? It sounded too, I, I actually dropped it while I was in Brew Lab. I was like, because it's one street over, I and I was like, still, this. I was still painting, and I was in Brew Lab, and I was like looking at the notes, and like, I'd already like made the email address and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was speaking to Callum, and I was just like, somehow made the decision that cheap shots sounded too, like, gimmicky somehow. I don't know. Yeah. Now I actually get annoyed when people call it cheap shots. Like I think my brother still calls it cheap shots, <laughs> with a space in between. It's like cheap shots, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Because I, I much prefer like the idea of like an insult, like a cheap shot. That's what I was going to say. That's where that word originally yeah, exactly. from, right? So, yeah. yeah. So I wanted nice. to get away from the idea that it was like, here are some cheap espresso shots. Yeah. Wasn't there like a list? I found this really interesting. Like a list of all the Edinburgh police boxes, like some Doctor Who fan had like compiled. Yes. <laughs> yes. On Flickr. I love that. It was on, it was on Flickr. There was this, this photographer had gone round and taken a photo of every single police box in Edinburgh and mm-hmm. put like GPS coordinates, which meant that I could just like go on Google street view and then just like go and look at every single box. Mm-hmm. And just by clicking a link, this, this guy saved my life. Saved me like, I don't know how many days worth of work. Do you know and who I he is? I don't know what his name is. No, I, I was going to say, name. if you're listening. Him, though. <laughs> yeah. 
you also wanted to when I asked you what we could talk about because when I said like what do we normally talk about in the box what did we normally talk about <laughs> we're usually it's, just complaining about stuff like oh my yeah. god it's so cold or like oh yeah. my god it, dialing in jeez um but you want you said we should talk about my application which yes you should tell this you should tell the story become, of your application it's become like famous and I did not expect <laughs> that um but I've like I'm so pissed because I lost the password like ages ago and it's private no. yeah and I made a fake email for it because I didn't want it to be traced and for you to see it before it was a thing so I can't get into my own finsta oh no <laughs> yeah um but yeah basically it was actually I don't think you knew this but it wasn't even my idea to make and Instagram. It was Zara's oh, idea. No. Yeah, oh, sorry, no. are you gonna fire me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gone. It's over. Yeah. But I said to her when I saw you were hiring, and then you were like, I really want the application to be interesting and stuff. And I was just like, I have That's no the idea. best thing I ever did is yeah. to tell people who are applying for the job to like get creative with the applications. I got mm-hmm. so many cool ideas. Yours was the yeah. best, but like awesome. that was a high bar. <laughs> yeah. Um and I was like, what does he even mean by that? Like, I find it difficult to write a normal CV. How am I supposed to, like, I don't know what he's, I don't know what you're <laughs> expecting. And then Zara was like, you should make an Instagram. And like, I think that was all she said. And I was like, uh, that's weird. And then I thought more <laughs> about it. And I was like, no, I could do like, each post would be kind of like answering one of your questions. You were like, I can't remember what you wanted to find out or what you wanted to know, but. Um, I can't remember either. Just like about me and like, I don't know um but then I was like right I'll do 12 posts like one for each month to show that I'm going to commit to the whole thing obviously um and yeah I can't even remember I think one post was about like traveling probably one post was about like how because you were asking if we can speak any languages and stuff oh yeah yeah yeah. posting that and I remember you asked me like the day before I submitted it we were talking about languages and you were like what can you speak? And I was like, oh, wait and find out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no spoilers. Um, and then one post was probably about why I love Edinburgh and just basic stuff like that. Um, yeah. And then another one was like, I got my friends to write references for me. That was um, genius. <laughs> well, again, that, was, that wasn't my idea. <laughs> Instagram is like such a perfect like conduit for something like this. Yeah. Because yeah, you saved, you saved your friends like references of you as highlights in your story yeah. that I could then click on and browse through. Um, and then the Instagram bio was good as well. And the profile picture and... Oh yeah, and my t-shirt. Yeah, and yeah. then it was the, use the link to add a <laughs> Spotify playlist. And I was like, this is... Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Made yeah. a Spotify playlist for your application. I was like, this is, yeah. this is next level. This that, is I literally spent a month on that. Like you have no idea. Like yeah. it was hardcore. My, my favorite bit of your entire application is where you point out, like I've spent more time on this application than my friend did on her Oxbridge applications. And then in brackets, she got in by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that didn't come out as like cocky as like it was, no, like, it was... <laughs> you know, I, I didn't mean to be like that, but it does, you say it like that, yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about how you like gave me the job? how you announced it to me because that like just oh uh, yeah I made my own Instagram yeah. account and sent it back to you <laughs> Wait, that was what was too your, much what was the Instagram handle 
well, so yours, because I, I made was, mine similar to yours. Yeah, so mine was give Mel a shot. Like, oh, yeah, let yeah, me yeah. Have a go. And, mine, and then mine was yours like, was okay, giving I'll, Mel okay. a shot. It's <laughs> not like, fine, I'll give Mel a shot. <laughs> yeah, and then your, your profile picture was you holding up my finished um, loyalty oh, card. Yes. Because it, was, it went through the wash once and it was just gross. And oh, you were yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> that was so good. I, I just remember I was sitting in base and like, it'd been like over a month since you started hiring and I was actually like applying for jobs like really random jobs on LinkedIn because I was like I have nothing like my future's like a failure I have nothing to do with my life (laughs) and I was applying and then you were like oh by the way check out like this for like uh, an update on you know your position (laughs) and then I was like I just knew and then I clicked on it and then I, I didn't get a response for you for like half an hour I was like does she not want the job is like is she not keen? I didn't even I didn't even like her or anything I just I phoned yeah. Zara it was just like you just left me on red and I was like <laughs> I was I was working at the time I think I was at Cheap Shot yeah so you were like you were like 100 meters away from me yeah I'd just been to you and got a coffee and you never said anything oh yeah no that's right no yeah because yeah, I was like when should I send it? And I was like, I don't know, because I think I made the account. I was like, I wasn't gonna be like, oh, here by the way, like have a look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I called Zara and I like cried to her for like half an hour, and then I went back to her and I was like, hi, yes, I'd like the job. <laughs> so yeah, so working at Cheap Shop, that's what we speak about most of the time because obviously definitely. we can definitely relate to it, and not many other people can. Um, so yeah, and also you remember. Because you saw him first, um, this old man who like shuffles past occasionally and he stopped coming for a while, but he would come up to the box and say, do you not remember the phrase that he would say? <gasps> oh, because this happened like, this happened, so it happened we to both, you, it happened to me. This, this happened to us separately and we both responded in the exact same ways, like texting our friends with the exact yeah. same words. It was... <laughs> Message from the president, thank God for the coffee cup. <laughs> Says that yeah. and then just wanders off. And I, for, for like a year, I thought this had just been a bizarre fever dream until you posted on your Instagram story the exact same thing that I had yeah. sent to my friends right after that interaction. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm not crazy. This, this actually happened. Unless it's just a cheap shot, like if you work there, then you're going to have this vision. <laughs> this is the initiation. <laughs> yeah we should warn the next person be like Mm -hmm. a man will come to you (laughs) because i think it was like my second week and i was like oh god what have i done like (laughs) yeah um and then also the fringe we were going to speak about working the fringe sadly it's not going to happen this year but it was like the funnest craziest month (sighs) of my life for sure thank god for the buffalo truck message from the president (laughs) thank god for the buffalo truck (laughs) yeah he's gonna have to change that um oh my gosh yeah i keep forgetting that like well obviously i don't forget that the fringe isn't happening but then i forget and it hits me really hard that like i won't get buffalo truck chicken and you know like alternate between the sauces and like which sauce will it be today and just the go-to jang yeah, I can't remember what my favourite one was because every one I had, I'd be like, right, this is They're it. All, yeah. This is my favourite. And They're then the next day I'd get the different one and be like, no, this is my favourite. Um, oh, so good. And just like sitting outside, like eating that, like summed up just like fringe luxuries to me and yeah. just how lucky I was 
because I'm so lucky. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> even lucky. when I'm so blessed. Yeah, even when we had to carry like six coffees down there and like yeah. over the cobbles, and I was like, oh my god, I'm going to drop this. This is horrible. It was worth it for that free chicken burger. Yeah, they were they were always so grateful. <laughs> yeah, for sure, because they like working in the fringe. You need coffee and alcohol. If you don't have at least one of those things, then preferably good both. luck to you. Not at the same yeah. time. Do you have any celebrity stories from the fringe or any like fun people? Because I was disappointed with my lack of important people that came to the box. You <laughs> saw Kezia Dugdale, didn't you? Oh, like four times, but she's <laughs> hardly like exciting or <laughs> yeah. And she did look at the menu a few times and she probably was like, oh no, it's too expensive. Like, <laughs> it's too expensive. <laughs> did you not see like I'm pretty sure you saw Stephen K. Amos behind me in the queue? Oh yeah, and you were like, and my no, brother, no. my my brother was right in front of him, and my brother loves Stephen K. Amos, but my brother was having a really good chat, possibly with you. No, I was talking to his wife. Pretty sure we were oh, chatting. No, then, I think your brother was then, chatting to you, maybe. No, because I was trying to get my brother's attention and be like, Bye. Bye. I think you were the and, only one who saw and then him. He just like wandered off. Yeah, so the fringe is fun and crazy. But what about the winters? Oh my god, <laughs> the winters! It took me it took me quite a while to figure out the, <clears throat> the proper like attire for it. I still haven't figured out. You need like I I only recently understood the point of thermals. They don't so they keep you warm. They wick away moisture. This is the thing. They wick mm. away sweat. And because yeah. if, if if you get if you get wet at all, like if you sweat like even a little bit because you've got the heater. It's like over. on glass too much then it's just game over everything becomes soaked you become like even colder so you then you start like trying to like blowing the heater at you more and you start sweating more it's oh, it's bad it's, yeah. it's a bad day when when one of the doors is shut to trap in more heat oh that that happened to me quite a lot i feel like you must have done that because you were there with like the beast from the east right oh my god <laughs> that was an era that was only like three months after i'd opened I opened start in November and then I was shut for most of December because it was holidays. Mm-hmm. And then that was like second of March. I've still got the Instagram stories yeah. from that day and the archive. Yeah. <laughs> when you were like, tell my family I love them. Yeah, it's, get, it's getting closer. <laughs> yeah. Did you, at that point, because you just kind of still like freshly opened, did you like regret anything? Or at any point, have you regretted anything? About no. No, because it's never like business was slow at the start but it was always on an upward trajectory so it didn't feel like there was no hope it just felt like if I can be patient enough this will be fine Mm -hmm. because I was continually getting like the customer base has never shrank really um unless there's like good reason for it but Mm -hmm. um yeah the start it was it was very slow so I never really lost any hope Mm -hmm. I remember there was this one really awful day I had. I think the weather was bad and I was just like not feeling it. And then I think it was Sean and Shem came at the end of the day. And they just like brighten up my day. Like they're just the best. And then they were like, Shem's always like, I love you, Mel. And she's like, I hug you. (laughs) And then then they left and I was like, you know what? This is like the best job. Really. You know what? It's all worth it. For moments like this. The next morning, waking up at like seven in the like pitch black, I'm like, here we go again. <laughs> but like, totally, all the good times outweigh the yeah, the sucks times. Yeah, there's there's a lot of 
so to end on a high note then or hopefully a high note what like do you feel like you've learned or gained from oh this i was gonna ask you this were you oh yeah, yeah i was good i thought you might so i was like i better think about it so um i i find it hard to remember like where i was like like almost like as a person before i opened cheap shot so i find it hard to compare but there's like having done that now and run it for like two years of my own and then like helped you with it and like being your being your sort of like advisor um there's like there's not much that i sounds cringe but like there's not really much that scares me that much now because mm-hmm. i like having been through all that it's like you get thrown at so many situations that you're like okay i just have to deal with this and then you come by the other side and you're fine um so yeah like i've got a, just a lot of just general a vague sense of confidence a vague but very strong sense of confidence has come out of starting your own yeah. um starting your own business or running your own business is yeah highly advisable because also just the amount of stuff that you are just forced to learn mm-hmm. um and you're not forced to learn them because someone is like standing over you being like, you have to, you have to learn this by the way. Like you and your deadline is Friday. It's like, yeah, I need to learn this so I can pay bills and like pay rent. Um, mm-hmm. And also so that I can like enjoy what I'm doing here rather than like suffer yeah. through it. So it's like the amount of like, just random stuff that I've learned or been forced to learn is amazing. From, yeah. From cheap shop. Like you have so much control over a cheap shop, but at the same time, the stakes are quite low because like it's really it's really pretty hard to lose a customer mm. like to to do something that drives away customers is actually pretty tough mm-hmm. um, so you're sort of like creative like space like the, the creative freedom that you have at cheap shop is mm-hmm. is pretty wide yeah um, so you can really just like try stuff and if it doesn't work then you might feel embarrassed about it but like the actual consequences are zero so yeah it's only really it's a, you it's, a, who would... it's a very nice playground yeah i remember you saying this at the beginning and i was like no i'm gonna feel embarrassed and like you do <laughs> but like nobody nobody else does and once yeah. you kind of get over that that it's like you have to if you can get over it then people will just move on with you and it, it has made me realize that like risks are worth taking and it's you just learn from them move on and like yeah. you said like if something's a flop just never mention it again yeah like this podcast might have felt like a risk before you started it yeah like oh like i'm kind of putting myself out there but like Mm -hmm. the actual consequence like the worst case scenario for for this would be just like you'd be like a little bit embarrassed like there's you wouldn't lose any customers because you like because of a podcast no like whether it's good or bad yeah it's great for the record (laughs) oh thank you (laughs) yeah no i totally like it's a perfect example of like the kind of stuff i wanted (laughs) people to like wanted you to do yeah at cheap shop i feel like we've just tripped people in a lot of ways sometimes like <laughs> you're wearing we a t-shirt fraud. you're wearing a t-shirt with like it's the place that you get coffee from's logo on it yeah into your barista just like chat shit with someone you've never met <laughs> to your other barista <laughs> yeah do you realize why and they're like oh actually no but like just the support and it's just amazing yeah yeah well, thank you so much for Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. It it's been sense. a pleasure. Yes. Um, and also, if anyone has remembered, 
Cheap Shot is opening this Thursday again with me in the box. I'm really excited. Um, so yeah, come back and enjoy your favourite Cheap Shot. Cheap Shot, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, amazing. Thank you so much as well to anyone who's got this far and listened to all 10 episodes. Like, you're insane. Love you so much. Thank you. <laughs> um yeah so take care guys hope everyone's doing well and see you soon thank you paddy thank you mel bye, bye. <laughs>